0: this is brian potter and i am Shelley spears and welcome to the space of grace podcast this podcast is for everyday people like us regardless of sex age and background to
1: make room for people to encounter god's grace throughout their lives so come into our space where we welcome real conversations Hello, everyone. Welcome to Space of Grace. We are so excited to have you guys here with us today. We have an awesome special guest, the Taylor family. But before we get started, my name is Briah Potter, one of the founders. And
0: I am Shelly Spears, the other founder.
1: Yes. And so to kind of give you some background of our special guests today, Brandon and Sharetta Taylor, they are a beautiful married couple that desire to see more Christian homes prepared for the second coming of Jesus. Love Their Love at Home Ministries is dedicated to building, preserving, and restoring healthy, happy, and holy relationships in the home. They also have a YouTube channel titled Worth the Wait, which is a relationship ministry created by both of them. Now, the couple started out in 2014 by documenting their time in courtship to offer practical advice from their experiences and to encourage others to have loving purposeful relationships that honor and glorify God. Brandon then proposed to Shoretta in 2014 and they were married in August 2015. They continue to share on the topic of relationships and marriage as the Lord leads them. Their primary desire is to see Christ lifted up and more Christian homes prepared for his soon coming. They give God the glory for their happiness together and pray that this channel on YouTube and the ministry as a whole is a blessing to all who wish to learn, share, and grow with them. So without further ado, please welcome Brandon and Sharetta Taylor. Hi. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Woo-woo>. <laughs> well, we are just so honored and blessed, guys, to have you on today. And so I guess we'd love to start with you know, kind of knowing how did you guys meet? Share with our listeners your journey. With finding each other,
2: sure. Yeah. So uh, we actually met at college. We both attended Cornell University. The first time we actually met, um, I was a freshman. He was a sophomore. Um, at the time, he was uh, a part of fraternity, and I just did their scholarship pageant and won. So that night, we met each other for the first time. But we were just mere acquaintances. You know, we would say hi in passing. We knew of each other, but we didn't really talk that much. And it wasn't until fast forward about three years or two years, Uh, a couple of years later, Brandon's senior year, um, we happened to be enrolled in the same Africana class. And that's how Mm. we started actually talking even more. We both ended up dropping mm. them. yes.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but through that, we just started having a lot of conversations with, with each other and developed a friendship. And, you know, from there on, the Lord led us and we started our relationship. And here we are now, almost five years married.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that good. That was good. I like your summer. That's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was amazing. You did great. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs>
0: Can you share with us, um, you know, how you were led to start your ministry to help people uh, to build and sustain healthy marriages and to know the importance of the weight uh, during courtship? You
3: know, I really think it starts with like our own experiences. Like we, we, we. Shreya has her story. I have my story of just like a history of, of broken relationships, a history of trying to find your. Um, understand your identity, um, like trying to, you know, belong, you know, in in today's world. It's just like a lot of things that added up to, you know, our own, our own experiences and then those experiences Mm. carrying over into um, just a desire for us to share what we, what we found together. And like, as we started, you know, developing our friendship and really getting to know one another um, and God started teaching us about like godly romance and like really showing us like what it means to be in a relationship on purpose. It was like, man, mm. like, we can't just like hide this from mm. other people. Like, we have to share it. Like, we have to let other people know like, this, these are the principles from God's word that He's given to us and how we can apply them like practically to our lives and like to our relationships with one another. Um, so that's really where it stemmed from. It's just like our own relationships, our own past, our own like, you know, struggles and, you know, um down downfalls in our own lives that kind of place that that burden on our on our hearts to, mm. to share those things with others that we were that we were learning from God's word.
2: Yeah. And even more specifically around that time. Anytime we saw like a couple doing like, I think couple tags and husband tag or something like that was really popular on YouTube at the time. And anytime we saw a couple, like we would kind of share with each other the video and watch it and like try to hear their story and stuff like that. And um, amongst a lot of Christian couples, personally, just what we saw, they were married and they would talk about their courtship, but we didn't really hear a lot of people talking about courtship and dating while they were going through the process. And we wanted to be more mm. like, but what did you do when you were recording and this happened or this mm-hmm. came up? Like, how did you handle this? And we weren't hearing a lot of that in the videos we came across. So we were like, why don't we just share it? And we actually started like writing down ideas, and it wasn't until about three months later, because we were uh, super long distance at the time, it wasn't until three months later that we actually just sat down and did that first video. We look back on it. It's so <laughs> cringe. <laughs> we, just we did that first video. We had no expectations. We were just like, hey, we're just going to share what we're learning and put it out there and just... Pray that it blesses somebody, and that's right. kind of how right. it all Amen. started. We, ju- we just went for it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Amen. Yeah. Okay. And with that, I mean, look at you know what God has built through you guys. Just saying yes and going with it, and mm-hmm. not looking to be perfect at the start. And and now look how far it's grown. And you guys have touched me and Ashelly, and I, I know you guys have touched so many more people. And that's just so beautiful. And so with that being shared, let's talk more about the weight. Waiting. What does it mean to wait? And not just in relationships, but in general. What areas would you even say in your life that you've had to wait for? And was it difficult? So please share with our listeners more about the journey of waiting and what does that look like?
2: Yeah. um, Well, as you said before, the title of our channel is Worth the Wait. And I think that's a term that you know, you can kind of hear a lot, especially in the Christian relationship space of like, this person is going to be worth the wait or I'm waiting on God. Mm. Um, But taking a step back, I look at waiting as like a two-pronged concept. The first is, it's really about not rushing ahead or not Mm. um, being hasty to get something that you want or to accomplish something. So you're not, um, you're not seeking to just like, go fast, 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 like you're, you're, you're sitting in where you are yeah. and you're appreciating the process of where you are. The second prong to that would be a real foundation of hope and trust in the Lord. And, you know, we look, there's so many scriptures that come to mind and I'm going to, i i share it, Brandon, but there's yeah. so many scriptures that come to mind that talk about waiting, waiting on the Lord. Yeah, the, Lord. the first one that kind of comes to mind for me is in Isaiah uh, chapter 40 verse 31, that's one of the popular ones, like, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. And when you look at that scripture and many others, and you look at that word wait, other translations refer to it as hope. So Mm -hmm. it's this idea of really hoping in god like i am putting all of my trust all mm. of my faith in you to accomplish this thing that i need or that i desire
3: right right and like mm. keep going, going forth on that point of like hope is like in one translation i read it was like those who depend on the lord right mm. and it's just like i i'm depending on the lord for whatever it is that like you know whatever if you're waiting for you know a, a relationship, if you're waiting for a transformation in someone else's life, if you're waiting for, I mean, just any, like insert anything here. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm yeah. ending not on my own understanding, not on my, like not on my, my own plans or like my own, like what I want to see come out of this situation. Like I'm truly placing all that in the hands of the Lord say, Lord, your will is perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. Like your knowledge is so much greater than mine. So I need to depend on you. Right. As I'm as I'm in this time of waiting, as I'm as I'm looking for whatever it is that you're waiting for, like I'm depending on you. Right. And that's where I think Mm -hmm. that that promise truly is. Yeah.
2: So it's less about like a time factor, Mm because, for example, you can wait for a train or you can wait for a flight. And that's a time concept. It's like I have X amount of minutes left until this thing happens. But this is more about a, a trust and a hope and a who are you seeking to fulfill this thing that you are waiting for, desiring for. Um, and the other part of your question, I, I believe you said was um, about areas of our life where we had to wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so obviously in our relationship and in our journey, I was on the journey of, um, you know, a couple of months prior to Brennan and I actually starting a friendship and really talking a little bit more. I had gotten out of a bad relationship and I realized that it was because I was trying to do it on my own. I was I was picking the guys. I was trying to just do everything and it just wasn't working out. And I came to a point where I was just like, you know what? I'm not gonna do this anymore, God. Like the next person I'm with, I want to be my husband and I'm just, I'm putting it in your hands because clearly I can't do this correctly. <laughs> and so I had that process of just like really letting it go and just letting it unfold the way God wanted to. So in the relationship- yeah. My life, I've waited, but um also uh, and, and we wait on things in other ways. And I think one of the things for me right now, and I told Brandon this earlier,
0: uh-huh.
2: is I'm waiting for <laughs> to buy our house. That
0: is, yes,
2: that what I'm yes. Waiting for right, and not you Come know on, in a very y'all. materialistic way, mm-hmm. but you know we have goals, we have you know certain financial goals, and the way that we want to go about the process, but. Man, if I could just have my own space that we can call like ours, that is what I'm waiting for for us to reach that goal and get there. So that's something that I'm waiting for. (laughs)
3: Right. Mm -hmm. Uh
1: Very good. Along with
3: that, what I was gonna say about that—that waiting—I mentioned it a little bit earlier about you know waiting on transformation, right? Um, I think that I have so many loved ones in my life that I desire to see them like really you know just grab a hold of, of of Jesus and like really accept him into their hearts um, and allow him to transform them in the way that I know that he can like when you when you don't see those who are close to you or you don't see those who you know are in your family or whatever when you don't mm-hmm. see decisions that like like man that, that really hurts me you chose to do that um, to me that that hurts and like you, you want to go you want to go into that situation you want to change them like you like you want to you <laughs> want to force them to like can't you see it can't you see mm-hmm. it you know? yeah I've had to wait in that area of my life. Like, I've had to realize that I'm not trying to play the Holy Spirit. Like, I'm not trying to be the Holy Mm. Spirit in this person's life. Mm
0: -hmm. And
3: I need to, instead, this kind of gets into, I think, what you all were going to ask, like, following up to this. But, like, instead, I need to spend more time in prayer for this person. Like, I need to spend more time communing with God to say, Lord, Mm. you are ultimately in control, right, in this person's life, Like I want you to Work out in your plan, in your timing, not according to when I think it should happen. Because you know, we live in like this microwave culture right now, where like we mm. got things like immediately, like, instant, right?
2: Wow, right. come on, so good. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. And so we want to see that even in the transformation in other people's lives, even in our own lives. And it's like, man, Lord, like I prayed over this then like years ago. Why am I still struggling with it? Or like, you know, like mm-hmm. why why is it still happening? And I think that's because we're not waiting. Truly patiently with the Lord. Like, we're not really mm-hmm. hoping and mm-hmm. it. mm-hmm. It's not going to happen when I think it should happen. It's going right. to happen when the Lord wants it to happen, you know? Um, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah.
2: That makes me think of like <laughs> waiting is really about relinquishing control. Mm. I think th- mm. th- if I had to sum it up, like, what is waiting? Relinquishing control to the Lord and really putting it all in His hands.
3: Mm. Amen. Amen. I'm, I'm gonna go a little bit longer on that point, y'all, because in Lamentations <laughs> chapter
0: three. Yes. I this
3: when I read this, man, I was like, yo, this is Absolutely. this is it right here. Come in on. Lamentations chapter three, um, kind of building on what Shredda was sharing earlier about there being so many, you know, scriptures that encourage us to just wait on God. And in Lamentations chapter three, verse twenty-five, says there that the Lord is good mm. unto them that wait for him, to yes. the soul that that seeketh him. So it already tells us what we need to be doing while we're in that mm-hmm. season of waiting. Like we're not, we're not out here trying to, you know, just, you know, twiddle our thumbs and whatnot, like we're actually seeking the Lord during this, during the season of waiting. And then it says, it is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. Right. Mm-hmm. So quietly, Wow. how so many of us, what we, I can speak for me. Like when I'm in that season of waiting, I, I want to be complaining I want to say Lord like why isn't this happening yeah. when I think it should be happening yeah. right like why why aren't you moving fast enough mm-hmm. and in and, and, and the right. word he's just telling us here like quietly mm. wait trust like dependence like when you have that when you have that just that that sincere dependence upon God mm. it's just knowing that Trusting that His will ultimately, whatever it is, is going to mm-hmm. be what's best for you, mm-hmm. um, what's best for the situation that you're in. And so yeah. that quietly waiting is really what, you know, God's been placing on my heart and there is my life.
2: And you have to be familiar with who you're trusting because I know mm-hmm. that we're saying that a lot like it's about a trust, but the only way we we trust is if we know who we are trusting in and so we have to look Come at mm. the character of God that he's shown us the consistency the never failing mm. the you know, never leaving us and always fulfilling his word. Um, we have to look at that. And that's what we know we can put our trust in is is yeah. the, this God, this great God of the universe who has always come through, never failed. Like nothing in his hand fails. I'm going to put my trust in that because mm-hmm. I know regardless of what happened, it's going to be good. Like the outcome mm-hmm. has to be good because of who I'm trusting to take care of it. Um, Amen. Amen. And we can character. we can
3: testify to y'all, to that y'all like we like we know from yeah. our own like relationship so that like the the relationships I've been in in the past like had those gone to marriage I don't know what type of like <laughs>
2: girl, I don't know
3: what I would have like right now I don't know Life, like I'm, I'm like, man, the Lord is purposeful. The come Lord out, knows what out. He's doing because now what we get to enjoy is something that's so rich and so like real and so transparent yes. and just so like and healthy, yeah. And so and so purpose, just yeah. like man, like Lord, I see that you were doing a work even yeah. when I did not, I did not want to accept right what your plan was for me at that point in my life. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was lacking that trust that I needed, right? But now looking back, and I'm like, man. I trust you, Lord. <laughs> like, I, I trust you. I believe you. Yeah. I, I believe your promise because I've seen it come come to fruition in my own life.
1: Yeah, mm. that is so good. That is so good. And wow, I, <laughs> I'll be honest with you guys. I have been definitely convicted um, through our, our time right now uh, about the weight. Wow, um, that is something that you know God already has convicted me on. Is that I have the ability to be patient, have the Holy Spirit, which is a patience. But mm-hmm. I still have a challenge with being patient. And that's just mm-hmm. one of my areas that I struggle with. And mm-hmm. so I'll be honest and share my my story briefly. You know, I had never dated up until last year. I'm 25 going on 26 October. So seeing a world where everybody's <laughs> dating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know I had but the, Yeah. So, um, you know, last year though, I was really in a dark place because I'm like, God, I'm tired of waiting. Like I want my husband. I want to, you know, move in that direction. Like I have my, my great job. I finished school. Like I want this next phase in my life and I've never dated Lord. Like, come on, like I'm ready. And so just that I lost my hope. And in the scriptures, it talks mm-hmm. about when, you know, hope is, is lost, the heart is like, it's, it becomes sick when hope is deferred. And, and mm-hmm. uh, God showed me that I never lost my faith in the Lord, but I lost all my hope. And so, right. you know, a guy was presented to me that, you know, the enemy sent, not the Lord. And I was mm-hmm. desperate and, and, and went into a relationship that was never meant for me to go into. And I can talk freely now from that relationship because I had a lot of yeah. unforgiveness towards myself for rushing into that and knowing that wasn't God's best, but so desperate that maybe I won't ever find that man. Well, not find because it's not my dad to find, but maybe the, he'll never find me. <laughs> um, so, you know, and I had those fears. And so here I am right now. I'm just like, Dang God, I know you're talking to me. I know you. T- okay, God, I get it. Okay, I, I get it. You know, mm-hmm. so I just say all that to say this is beautiful already, and this is just hitting deep. And I know that there are our listeners out there who also are struggling in some capacity. It may not be a relationship; it could be the next promotion you're desiring, it could be going on to college and having to save up for your job or ministry or whatever the case it may be, like a home, finances. And mm-hmm. so we all have things that we are desiring and waiting mm-hmm. for. But you said if we know our God, god we know that he will come through every time he never fails us and you and uh yeah. you know both have shared that wow i couldn't imagine myself with people that i used to be with like thank god that didn't work out now i can have the life that he truly desired for me to have which is full of life and satisfaction. Yeah. so whoa so good already so good <laughs> how about you with shelly girl
0: no, I love it. <laughs> it's so uh, good. I know. I'm just you know behind this mic, receiving it all, and um, just just a simple fact that like we are just not good at waiting. And mm-hmm. I love what you said about like you know we live in this microwave culture, absolutely. So um, but man, when you have a crock pot slow cooked meal, how so good it is when it's done oh, at the end nice. of the day. Um, yeah. But we just don't want to wait. <laughs> For it. Um, we just don't want to wait for it. And, um, which kind of just leads me to my next question of, you know, like many say that God made them wait. Um, cause I definitely said that plenty of times. Um, but, but sharing that they themselves were waiting on God. So however, often it is us who God is waiting for. Um, what areas of your life do you believe that the Lord was waiting on you? Uh, to lead you into certain promises that he had for you.
3: Mm. Y'all, how, how much time y'all got? <laughs> come on now, Brandon.
0: Seven times. It's about to be
1: part One two, time. part three. Come on, come uh, okay. Come on now.
3: <laughs> yeah. You know, the first thing that honestly comes to mind is just like the, you know, because I came out of a past, right? Sharada sure, briefly mentioned it before, but like I used to be a part of so many different things, Um, fraternities, secret societies, I mean, just uh, relationships, um, you know, drug abuse, alcohol abuse, so many different things in my past. And I feel like, you know, during that time of of my life, like certainly the Lord had, you know, good, good plans for me. Certainly he wanted good things to happen in my life, but I think he needed me to make a decision, right? Like he needed me to make a decision. Are you, are are you going to keep following after these things that aren't doing much for you? Or are you going to truly surrender yourself to, to, to what I have in store for you? And so like I, I appreciate this question because it really like places you know the 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 weight on what decision are you making for the Lord? Like are you choosing mm. to turn from these relationships? Are you choosing to 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 cut off those associations yeah. that are not healthy are you choosing to, um, to put down the phone from from calling or for texting or for reaching out to somebody that you know doesn't have good intentions for you? Like, you know, what decision are you making, right? Because because mm. I believe that God is is there and he, and He's waiting and He's um you, we think about the prodigal son and we see how like the father had was already running towards the son when he when he turned back, but the son needed to turn back, right? He needed to come back towards um towards the father, and I think that that's really sometimes what god is is, is looking for mm. um, in us you know, in us we have so many things that we're trying to hold on to from our past or, or or things that we just have a um have a have, have developed an affection for and God is saying I want to separate you from this but you have to let go and and that's for me that for me was what was big in my life when I was going through these these, these transformations these changes that you know God was renewing my heart and just create taking out taking out these desires right but but I've, I, I also had a part to play. You know, I, I once heard this quote that, you know, we need to pray as if it all depends on God and then we need to work as if it all depends on us. And I truly believe that because like we do have a part to play in this. Yeah. Like we have to make a conscious decision, a conscious effort to say, Lord, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want these things anymore. And that was big for me in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah
2: so I good. love the question because I think, it, it, it gets to this other underlying issue of um, when we think we're ready for something, but we're really not. Um, mm. And there we can say like, I'm waiting on God for, you know, fill in the blank. But in reality, we ourselves are probably not even in a position to receive that. And I know like sometimes when, you know, we get a question about, um, I'm still single, like, how can I be content? And I've said this several times, like, you can get the thing you're praying for and likely mess it up or something goes wrong yeah. because you weren't ready to receive yeah. it. Um, I think yeah. that's what this question is like. Yeah. It's, instead of putting the pressure yeah. on God, you're like, well, I'm not married because God hasn't brought the person. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I don't have my yeah. house because God. Knows. like, you know, it may, it, we have to start over and ask ourselves, okay, we, we desire this. We've prayed for it. We believe God for it. Cause it says that he mm. hears us and he answers. It. But what are we doing or what, what, it, what is our action and process um, to, to really prepare mm. ourselves for that thing that we're waiting for, that we're, we're, we're believing God for. I know for me, prior to my relationship with Brandon, I thought I was good, you know, in terms of, like, who I was as a person and how I treated people in relationships. Mm. Um, I probably only, I, I think I only had, like, two serious relationships before my now marriage. The first one, you know, it, he, he cheated on me. It was a lot of drama. And I was kind of, mm. like, the the shining the, the one in that relationship, mm. right? I was the good one, quote unquote, because I had... I hadn't done any grievances, or so I thought. And then I went into my next relationship with that mindset: like, I'm I'm the prize, I was wronged, I'm good. I went into that relationship and it was also a, a hot mess. And mm. and after that relationship ended, and I really like sat and said to myself, okay. I want to be married and in a healthy relationship one day, but what am I doing to really prepare myself for that? It wasn't until mm. I really started looking at myself and doing the work of praying, doing the work of reading and studying and, and asking God to show me me that I realized, no, my like I was not ready at all. The way that I acted, the way that I conducted myself, the things I said, the things I did, was not Christ-like at all. It wasn't really Mm -hmm. reflective. I still had a lot of work that had to be done in me. And it wasn't until I got to that point that I can truly say that after realizing that and and, and spending that time with God, that when Brandon came around, I believe it was a beautiful experience and I was able to be a blessing in his life as he was to me because I had done that work of asking God to show me myself and work on those things in Mm me uh, while I waited for him. To you know, lead me to the one, whoever that was going to be. So we really have to step back and ask ourselves, like, not just praying and not just saying we're waiting, but what are you doing while you're waiting, or how are you evaluating where you are? Do you think you're truly ready for that thing that you're 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 asking for? Like, just to go back to that house example I gave earlier, like, so we I'm waiting on my house, but like, what am I doing right now to care for the house that I have? You know, mm, what am I doing come right? on, now? come on. That's a big part of owning a house. Like what am I, how am I exercising myself now to prepare for what I really want in the future? That's what it's all about. Mm -hmm.
0: I love that. That is like, so (laughs) spot on in the sense of sometimes we have to uh, look in the mirror Um, because like you said, if God gave us like half of our prayer (laughs) requests, answered yes in the state that we are in um, we would definitely ruin it um, I remember when God spoke to me um, with my relationship with Levi so that's someone I'm currently dating right now and um, in the beginning, my mind was going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth between, oh my gosh, is he it? Eh? Is he not? What did he just do? I don't like this. It was just like a running list. And it was I was just like wavering. And I just felt so indecisive. And my mind just felt like it was just going bananas. And I was taking a shower one day because I feel like that's where God speaks to me the most in my shower. <laughs> uh, Right. And um, he was like, girl, you are going to scare yourself right out of a blessing. And Mm. I just kind of stopped and was like, yo, I am full of fear. I'm scared. And the root was I'm I'm scared of I'm doubting God's yes. And I think he's going to take it away. And it's yeah. going to be a no. I'm scared of the, if if he does take it away, the rejection, the abandonment, like all of it had, that fruit just had a root to it. And, mm. um, and if he didn't deliver me out of that mindset, and if he didn't heal my trust issues, and the biggest person I had a trust issue with was God. Most of my trust issues came. <laughs> And my beef, I feel like came because I had people got, and then just translated to people, and God was like, "How are you? Can't even trust me. How are you even gonna trust this man I gave you? We mm-hmm. we got to back up here, and we have to figure a few things out and, and get you ready before you guys even walk down an aisle. Because if if you guys did this now. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure this relationship is heading for a real quick divorce. <laughs> wow. Um it's just like we have to sometimes realize that our weight, like even God says it, you know, endurance builds patience and patience builds character. He is preparing mm-hmm. and tweaking your character and your personality because he cares about the root, not mm-hmm. our situation necessarily. <laughs> but yeah. the root because the root will alter your situation. Um right. and he just wants to get out, get to the heart.
2: Right. The heart right. of it all. Right. That's beautiful. Wow.
0: So that's yeah. that's my soapbox.
2: box. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's beautiful and that's, that's so true. Um, it, it it all goes back to how we are interacting with and the perspective that we have with what we're waiting for. Like, like you said, like that, that, that fear wasn't really fear of, you know, you said his name was Levi, but that Mm -hmm. fear was truly dealing with something with God. So I I just, wow, that's just so profound. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I just, I, I thank God for, our weight because um, we're about to be together for two years and all this time I was I was just so anxious and I was like I just want to be married I don't understand he's not making any moves blah 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> but as recently a good thing he's not around right now he is making moves <laughs> Um, <laughs> yes. but um, so I'm just waiting for that. <laughs> but, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Amen. Um,
0: Amen. but I will say, like, and I am so thankful for the wait because I felt like this year, going on our second year, it was almost like going into the relationship with a new perspective and a new lens. It was like I was mm-hmm. able to see him for who he was and not who I blamed him to be. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, and I was blaming him to be like slow and pace. So he's from Liberia. So sometimes I joke and be like, babe, you run on African time. <laughs> but, and so I'm just like, <laughs> oh, he's just like, he's so slow. He's scared to take, make the next moves and blah, blah, blah. But it, it was like, Ninety percent of our issues or headbutts came because of me. <laughs> it was, it was me. It wasn't like he was slow. It was like God allowed His pace and His mindset to kind of lead because it needed to lead because minds had to change, <laughs> and I, I had to alter it. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> and that's crazy because, like, what I find is like oftentimes when we rush doing something, right, it's mm-hmm. sloppy yes no like when you rush when you want to rush through that waiting process it's like what happens if what you're going to get at the end isn't as isn't as great or isn't as like isn't as 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 fulfilling as you thought it was because you tried to rush it Mm -hmm. you know right it's like you just take your time like what happens if you just like really allow the Lord to work on you or Shelly really allow allow Mm -hmm. the Lord to work on you and just like man Lord like I, it feels like it's going a little bit slow, but I'm trusting you, right? <laughs> yeah. Because I know that, like, you're still doing the work in me and you're likely yeah. still doing the work in in this man too. So, like, I don't want to rush it because I don't want something sloppy.
1: Right. You know? Oh, like, so
0: good. hmm Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I guess how, like, the Lord showed me was, like, cake. No one wants a half-baked cake on their birthday. <laughs> Come <laughs> um, on. People want it full, frosted candles, do your thing. <laughs> um, and like you said, it's when we get so fleshy, so anxious, just overcome, I feel like, by our own insecurities and desires that we miss out on the beauty. And I'm just so thankful. How God just redeemed and restored our relationship <laughs> uh, because there was definitely times where we were like, "I am ready to go, I'm ready to head out," <laughs> and wow. it was like yeah. we had a deep conversation and both admitted, like, it was it was us, like it was just our own stuff that was getting in the way because God never told us to stop, God never told us to end. Um, we just saw how our own stuff, our own baggage was getting in the way. And when we allowed God to just kind of heal and breathe on that and allow his loving correction, um, even if it came from the other, (laughs) um, it's like this year has been so beautiful in our relationship, which ended up with him saying like, Hey, I'm ready to propose this year, just letting you know <laughs> heads up. And oh, and I was okay. like, okay. <laughs> um, and I just and the more I thought about it, like, yeah, it's exciting. But I was like, I'm just really thankful that you're ready now and not ready when I with I wanted you to be ready because yeah. that would have been a disaster.
1: <laughs> mm,
0: so good. <laughs> so yeah waiting guys it is worth it is worth waiting and most of the time i do feel like god is waiting on us <laughs> and less of us waiting on him
1: amen so good so good and so you know as we continue our topic of the wait what would you say in what areas of your life have you had to offer yourself grace especially throughout your times in the waiting season shredder and brandon what would you guys say in regards to that? Grace? Yeah. Um,
2: I think those moments have really started to happen for me recently mm-hmm. I a mom. So um, we ha- have a son. He's going to be two in like a week. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, this <Yes>. whole... <laughs> but this whole process of, of mothering and becoming parents has definitely moved me into this space of grace, no pun intended <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> you know, with myself. So um, a topic that's actually come up a lot recently in a lot of different circles. I'm a part of is healing from trauma mm-hmm. and healing from things that have happened to us and wounded us in some way, whether emotionally yeah. or mentally and how that then affects us in the future. And one of the things I've realized through mothering is how my past experience of growing up in you know, a, a home where my parents were divorced and I was raised by my single mom, how that affected me, um, not just from marriage, because I was aware of it for preparing for marriage, but now also for being a mother and being um, a parent now
0: mm. and not
2: being triggered to think negatively or to have unnecessary issues with my husband because of things I personally experienced or went through or saw in my childhood. So I've really had to, um, give a lot of grace in this new season of of parenting because, um, there were things within me that I just didn't know were there or that were issues. Um, also just on, on the same point of mothering, um, I'm very much a perfectionist like i i struggle with not doing things unless i know i can do it perfectly complete like i take responsibility very seriously mm. and then mm. no harder way to get that all thrown out the window than to be a mother. (laughs) Wow. Yes. (laughs) Because there's no way I'm going to get it perfect all of the time. There's no way that, um, you know, I'm going to have it. I'm figuring this out as we, like, he's our first child. Like, I'm I'm figuring this out as we go. And so I've definitely been in this space more recently. It's not necessarily waiting, but this space of really having to give myself grace, understand that there's healing that needs to be done, but also understanding that I'm learning and I'm not going to have it right every step of the way so that that's yeah. that's mm-hmm. been big for me amen really.
3: mm-hmm. hey, yeah. so my, good my response built on to what you were sharing because i had to have this hard realization that you know it took me years to get to the yes. point where i where i was mm-hmm. you know like mm. it took even, going, even if I go back to my- You mean my, like
2: being far away?
3: Yeah, yeah, going- From God? Yeah, yeah, from being, from being far away from God. Like looking back into my childhood and the things that I started practicing very early on as a child and the things that I struggled with, like you mentioned, like those trauma events that I struggled with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that people struggle with in their childhood. And then looking into my, my teenage years and then my adolescent years, like just seeing how these things just like compounded upon one another, right? And like I've had to have so much grace to myself towards myself but like it took you years to get to this point so it's going to take some time yeah. to get over this right mm-hmm. it's going to take some time mm. to move past this um it's not going to like we mentioned earlier about things just us just like wanting to have wanting things to happen like immediately and, and 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 i felt like i've had to had to really wrestle with that you know wrestle with god in prayer over that because i'm like lord like you know these these some some of these thoughts or some of these pains or scars yeah. that, that thought would just be gone that i thought would just vanish like Mm -hmm. i'm still troubled by them like i'm still i'm still you know find myself like you know tripping over them at times and it's like why is this Mm -hmm. happening i found myself having having to claim promises like um like the one that's found in philippians chapter one uh verse six where it says that we have to be confident, right? In this, be, be confident, be trusting in this very thing that He, which which began a good work in you, right? He which began it will perform it, right? So He, he He's going to do it, and like I've had to give myself that reassurance that 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 if God's word, if I believe God's word, if yeah, I, tr- I mean. if I take Him to His word then this is not a may do it. This is not he he might perform it. This is a promise that he indeed will do it. Mm, um, and I need to trust in this process that he's, that, that, he's, that he's taking me through. I need to trust in his promise that, you know, if I behold him, then I shall be, I, I will indeed be changed. Like I need to trust in the transformation that God is doing in my life and understand that it's not going to be something that immediately comes. I have to have grace with myself, understanding that yes. it's going to take me time. It's going to take some time. Yeah. Mm.
2: It's so As you were speaking. That made me think of a story in the Bible. It's just always fascinating to me how in the story of Elijah, Mm. you know, in one chapter in 1 Kings, he's, you know, being so confident um, with these other people. prophets that were worshiping Baal he's so confident yes. he's like look mm-hmm. let's build up these altars i'm going to pour water on mine and and all mm-hmm. of the all of these things just to show the power of god and to encourage the people to turn their hearts back to god and then the very next chapter he runs away when Jezebel Is seeking his life, and he falls into this deep state of depression. Mm. So he goes from being on literally this mountaintop experience to now falling into this very deep depression. Well, I saying God, take me out, like I'm done. And sometimes in our Christian walk, we have to realize like there's hills and there's there's valleys. Like it's not always going to be up, but we know for sure that we don't have to stay down. And I think whether we're waiting. One day we might be good. Like, yes, Lord, I trust you. I know you're gonna do this for me. I know it's gonna happen. I believe in you. I'm not even thinking about it. And the next day, mm. we're like, no. <laughs> you know, like we're like, why hasn't this happened? Like, it's very possible to experience that we're human. But yes. I think we have to just remember our source, which is God, and just yes, continue. Like Brandon was saying, like trust the process. I think that's really what it mm. comes down to: is knowing it's it's not gonna be immediate, quick, fast overnight, but there will be a process with it. You know, sometimes I think there are some things in our life where, you know, it's quick, it's fast. God either brings it to us or takes it out of us, whichever situation it is, it happens quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then there, there are other things that take some time, like beauty and and the most beautiful things in this world have taken uh-huh. time uh-huh. to become those things. And so we really have to have grace Trust the process. Trust God's timing. Just as we, you know, like you were saying, it took us years to get into whatever it is that we were messing with. It might take time to unwind all of that. Like
1: it's all about giving ourselves that grace. Mm Right. Wow, I think it's beautiful what you guys shared. But I sit here smiling because I kid you not. Just a week ago, me and my friend <laughs> were talking about Elijah because God had put on my heart that my friend had, had the spirit of Elijah. And I was scared to tell my friend, because I, you know how, yes, God speaks to you, but some things you're just like, really, God? Really? Did you, did you say that? <laughs> and so I brought it up to my friend. I just did. And my friend was like, no way. Like, I have prayed for that spirit all my life. Like, that's, that's a prayer mind mine, that I have the spirit of Elijah, the boldness, the the power, the devotion mm-hmm. to the Lord. And that and then and then that moment, God confirmed yes, that was me saying that, that you know he has the spirit of Elijah. And I thought it was just so beautiful. but to take it back to what you were saying, when we were reflecting over over first kings and second kings, we specifically focusing on Elijah, we were looking into just how bold mm. Elijah was. and you mm-hmm. brought it up the same way I just talked about it. <laughs> I thought it was crazy. this is God, this is God right now he's moving because we reflected and said, we want that kind of boldness where Elijah didn't care what you thought of him, he got in front of all these men and basically Mm -hmm. called out their false God and said, bring it on, (laughs) you know, bring it on. And he (laughs) believed in the Lord to be his vindicator and to come through and God did. He came through and he proved that, yes, I am God with the fire. And then you continue to read on about Elijah. And like you said, he still was human. So even mm-hmm. though you have, we have the Holy spirit who gives us that boldness, like Jesus at the same time, in, in the same breath, we can have moments where we're human and Elijah, you know, in those moments, he was lamenting to the Lord. And then you think back to about when he went over to that woman's house and her child and she was fearful that her child and her would die and and the Mm -hmm. child passed away and he had to to get on his knees and come to humility and beg the Lord to come and heal this child. And that took humility and that also showed right then and there that Elijah knew his limits too. You know, he's just a wise man of the Lord, but trusted in God. Yeah, Trusted in God. Even though mm-hmm. he was, you know, we were limited in our human being, our flesh, he trusted in the Lord to come through. And that's the kind of trust that God desires to have, that we have, especially as we're talking about the weight, having trust like that, Do you know, to get on our knees in humility and know, God, we bring before you our pain. We bring before you our doubts. We bring before you all our desires. And we know though that you're going to come through in the way that you see best. Even mm. if we may not see it the way you see it, we know it's it's for our good and the best. So I just had to reflect on you talking about Elijah because just there mm. are no coincidences with the Lord. There's everything yeah. that happens for a reason. And so when you brought up Elijah and you brought those, those two key points, I said, oh my goodness, I got to <laughs> share about Elijah. <laughs> it's just so fitting though for this conversation. Yeah. So yeah. thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank you. So good. So
0: this time guys has just been so beautiful (laughs) Um, and just so enriching and so in depth. And I definitely know our listeners are just marinating as well. (laughs) Um, You know, just under the presence of God and how God has um, used you guys uh, in this moment. And as we wrap up today, just kind of based on where you are now in life, uh, What final words would you like to share to our listeners and how can they find you?
2: Yeah, um, so I'll go first. Um, I think one of the biggest realizations I had, and I'm going to speak to waiting on relationships. One of the biggest realizations I had was about um, God as our matchmaker, right? So when we look at the story of Adam and Mm. Eve, you know, Adam was asleep. He created, he he brought her to him and Adam immediately recognized that this was his better half or, you know, the one that God prepared for him. He fully trusted in God um, to provide um, the help me when he said, you know, God, it's not good for man to be alone. And I had to, I had this moment of realization where I was just like, God has created me. The word tells me that he knows me better than I know myself. He knows what makes me tick. He knows what makes me smile. He knows what, you know, makes me happy. He knows what's going to build me up. He knows what's going to tear me down. He also knows about Mm -hmm. whoever it is that I'm meant to be with. And so why not fully trust in him as the matchmaker to do that work? Mm -hmm. Like, There are a lot of dating websites out there and what they basically do is you fill out information about yourself and based on what you share, they match you up with somebody who is similar or based on whatever algorithms they have going on in the background, they match you up based on what you share. And I'm like... Why not just trust in the the ultimate matchmaker of matchmakers, not saying he can't use a dating website to bring two people together. But I think sometimes and I definitely yeah. I used to just seek it out based on my list and what I thought I wanted and what what I, you know, was OK with. Not really thinking about God, knowing my future, him knowing who I am now, and what I need to move forward and. Um, You know, why not just trust in him and and, and his omnipotence and his power to do that? And I kid you not, like, Mm, first of all, like we said, like Brandon and I met two years before we even really had a a real conversation. We walked Mm -hmm. past each other for so many years. And it wasn't until we had that class together and we started talking, we were both in this place of our lives where God made it happen. And I think about, through Brandon like so much has improved in my life like my relationship with my father just as an example like it was through my relationship with Brandon that that got better and I know that that's something God was intentional about including in my story or including in my journey for relationships is that through through this person that you will get married to your relationship with your father will be healed like that is That is how deep he is and that is how much he cares. And so I just want to encourage the listeners that it is worth it to trust in God, to wait on God, to allow him to orchestrate the events. Don't think too much about it. Don't make too much out of it, but really just put your trust in him and what he is able to do for you and really believe that he cares deep enough to give you the desires of your heart.
3: Amen. Mm. Wow, that's really
2: good.
3: Yeah, I I want to build on, you know, what Sherada was sharing, what, what Sherada was sharing there and, and saying uh, that, you know, some, some of us, when we're waiting uh, we can feel like we're, we're all alone in our waiting. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we feel like maybe we're the only ones that are out there waiting. And I just want to reassure people that are listening that, that you're not alone. And that, you know, like the, the beauty of it is that, you know, as Christians, we can um, plug into community Right, we can do this waiting thing like together. Like we can, we can find others like a community where we can be vulnerable with others and and share our mm-hmm. program, share what we're share what's on our minds and share just like man, like this is really bothering me. Can you pray with me? Can you encourage me? Can you study with me? Uh, that was one of the things that really yeah. made such a big difference in my life when I was going through this transformation process. Like when I was coming out of so many different things that I've been struggling with in my past, and like I was able to plug into this community of men. And, um and when I was where I was living in Brooklyn at the time and like man like this community like these brothers just like wrapped their arms around me they study with me they pray with me they encourage me they uh, gave me rise you know like they're just like just like the things that brothers do for one another um they were just there and yeah. like that for me you know really you know showed that like I'm not I'm not alone in this transformation process that God is that God is doing in my life like yes yeah, sometimes you do need to have that quiet time you know where you're where you're one on one communing with the Lord yes of course and in addition to that, I think God has given us the the, the ability to have community, to have you know um, those those relationships with others that can edify you and that can help you a- even in this time of waiting, um, waiting for the Lord to, to, to do what He's going to do mm. in your life. And so, uh, for me, that was the biggest thing is just you know, surrounding myself with others that I can do life with, that I can, I can I can approach this journey with, and understanding that you know they understand what I'm going through in this time of waiting. And that, like, they're, they're mm. going to encourage me, they are going to keep me uplifted um, as I'm going. So that, for me, was the biggest mm. was the biggest thing that I would share with with folks out there.
2: Amen.
1: Mm-hmm. So good. So and, good.
2: And um, you asked where they can find us. Um, so you yes. can follow me on Instagram. My name on there is Sheretta Taylor. So S H E R E T T A. Taylor T A Y L O R is just no no spaces or anything. Um, you can definitely follow us on YouTube. Our channel is worth the wait, um, so you can subscribe over there and check out all our content and, <laughs> and everything we've shared. We have yeah. So much more exciting stuff coming on there. So definitely check that out. Um, and oh, I guess we're on Facebook too. Yeah. Uh, we're both on Facebook. And oh, and then we also um, we wrote our book called. Tokens of love. Um, yeah, oh. yeah no, forgot to <laughs> I forgot about that. that. Yeah, it's a-
0: <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. It's okay, <laughs> mention
2: it. Mention wow. it now. <laughs> it's a thirty-one day devotional walking through the different love stories of the Bible and what we can take away or what what's the lesson we can learn from each cu- couple because all scripture is profitable. So mm-hmm. um, we, and we really do talk
3: about waiting too. We so do we talk about waiting. We do. There. So y'all yeah, get there's that. a different
2: lesson for every day. <laughs> There's a Amen. personal reflection for journaling. If you're doing it with your significant other, there's a discussion question. So um, that's available either on our website, tokensoflovebook.com or Amazon Barnes and Noble, Barnes and Noble yeah. iBooks the whole the, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. So you can find us on all those outlets.
0: Yes, well listeners, click, add, follow, Excited. all of it. Oh. <laughs> Buy it. <laughs> it's gonna be good. It's gonna absolutely it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a blessing, just like you guys just been a blessing thus far. So thank you so much for uh for coming on.
1: This was so good. And we this it was an honor for us to have you on and we know that we've been blessed, <laughs> but our our listeners have are definitely going to be blessed. So thank you so much for giving your time and just sharing your hearts and your journey. It was beautiful, beautiful journey. We hope that you enjoyed that episode and will continue to make room and space for grace. Make sure to subscribe on all major podcasting platforms.
0: You can connect with us by going to our Milkshake account at M-S-H-A dot slash Space of Grace podcast, where you'll find our Instagram, Facebook, website, and ways to listen to Space of Grace. Don't forget to tune in every Monday. It's going to be dope.